Glory to God. God is so faithful. Amen. Pastor asked me yesterday, I think it was around two or three. Pastor Melina, he said, Melina, you want to preach? I said, sure. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness God had already put something in my heart. Amen. Uh, the last few weeks, I've been reading the worship book. Just about done. Today's my last day, you know, because the book of the month, so it's not the 31st. And um, Pastor Nancy quotes, I believe it's Kenneth Copeland, in the um, book. And this quote just stuck out to me. When you pray, you lay hold of things. When you praise, you win battles. How many of you have some battles you need to win? Maybe in your finances, maybe in your relationship, maybe in your body. But there's a, there's a battle. You know, the enemy, he will always fight you from going into all that God has for you. Amen. And so how do we win? We praise him. When you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win battles. Amen. And Pastor Marcus, a few weeks ago, was talking about where do you live? You know, that, and not like in Porterville, but where do you live daily? Are you living in the world? Are you moved by circumstances? Or are we living out of our spirit? Amen. Are we staying in a place of faith all the time? Because when we praise, that's an expression of our faith. That's why we win. Amen. So this morning, we're going to talk about praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Every day, we... We choose a flow. There's the world's flow. There's the enemy's flow. There's our flesh that wants to do its own thing. Every day we choose a flow. But if you'll get up and choose the flow of faith by praising God every morning, by putting your attention on him, by uh, praising God with your mouth, lifting up your hands, you'll step into that heavenly flow. Amen? Let's open up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you. We come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for this service. Father, we say, have your way in this service. Have your way in our lives, in our families, in this church. We are yielded vessels, Father. And I thank you for hearts that would receive and ears to hear, Father. And I thank you for utterances coming forth this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, if you believe that, say amen. You know, we've taught so many times on responding. We all know what that means, you know, how to respond in every situation in a service, right? And um, how we are living right now. I want you to think about how you're living right now is a result of how you respond. How do you respond to life? How do you respond to challenges when they come? How do you respond? It's so important to respond the right way. Amen? Because if you, how you respond determines um, the outcome. That's right. That's right. How you respond determines the outcome. Right. And <clears throat> the flow we live in right now is determined by how we responded. Amen? And you know what? Everything is subject to change. Everything. And when you start praising God... You changed the flow that the enemy was trying to. Maybe the enemy, your flesh, the world. You get in the spirit. You can change the outcome. You can change the outcome. Because God's already gotten the victory. It's up to us 
to change that outcome. But we're not doing it ourselves. We're just expressing our faith. And when we express our faith, our faith goes to work and the outcome changes. Amen. Praise God. So it's important to respond right. Amen. Um, it's important to how you respond. That's the flow you're in. If, if we are constantly responding in fear, Come on. you know, we get a bad report. We respond in fear. Um, you're gonna, your life is going to go in that direction. If you respond in worry, if you respond in unbelief, then your life will go in that direction. You'll experience more worry. You'll experience, if you respond in fear, you're going to experience more fear. If you respond in unbelief, you open up one thought. Man, the devil, just one thought. Then boom, boom. It's like you just give him, he puts his foot in there and he just steps on in, you know, and then all of a sudden the door is open. So how we respond is so important. Amen. Amen. And I don't think the church realizes the importance of praise. Because if they did, people would hear us out there. (laughs) If we really understood the importance of praise, I could drive by a church and hear them so loud. Worship is wonderful. But praise is one of the highest forms of prayer. Hallelujah! 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 (laughs) Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! 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 Amen! Praise God. So we're going to look at some scriptures, amen, because you're, you're going to have to know how to respond when a difficult time comes. When a difficult time comes, how are you going to respond? Are you going to be overwhelmed? Are you going to have a meltdown? Are you going to start crying? Hey, we've all been there. We're, we've all been there. We've all been there. But we can become proficient in our responding where things don't move us. Because we have that word going in us all the time. We're hearing the word. Our faith is strong and we're praising God. We've gotten in the habit of praising God in the good times and the challenging times. Not just good. Oh, praise the Lord. God got me a house. No, I'm praising God. I was praising God years before I got into that house. I was dancing in my mother-in-law's bedroom when the house we were going to get, they took took it and she said I'm not putting it on the market right now we're like okay <laughs> well this was the house we were gonna get but you know what God had so much more the house we got into was way above what I even thought possible but I was praising God before that before we got into it amen praise the Lord so how are you going to respond when you get a a bad report how do you respond when your body is screaming in pain amen how do you respond when your flesh cries out to get its own way. You know, we know we have to answer back. We know that. We know we have to resist the devil. Tell him, no devil, I'm not going there with my thought life. No devil, you know, I'm not doing that. That's, that's the old man. I'm living as a new man, right? We know we have to answer back. We resist the devil. When pain comes, you don't take that. You don't take that, that diagnosis. Well, I have this. They have that. Oh, you took it then. Now you took ownership of it. You can take ownership or you can resist the devil. The doctors say this, but according to the word, this healing is mine. The doctor said this, but according to the word, they're healed. And I'm not taking ownership of any symptom. We don't take ownership of lack. Come on. I mean, we're taking ownership of a building before we even have it. 
We're doing it by faith. That's what you have to do with everything in life. That's how you move into the heavenly flow. There's a flow of heaven we can experience here on earth. But if you take ownership of what the devil sends your way by believing his bad report and putting it in your mouth, then guess what? Now you're going to walk in that flow. Now you're going to walk in that flow. What flow do you want to walk in? If you want heaven's flow here on earth, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. I just can't wait, you know, till I get to heaven. No, I can have it now. I want it now. Isn't there a, isn't there a commercial? I want it now. Don't you want it now? Right now. I have it now. Right now. Amen. So decide right now how you're going to respond in difficult situations. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's open up our Bibles this morning to Psalms 107. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you're not winning battles, guess what? You could be losing. You're losing. You're coasting. River Church, we're hungry for God. We're not coasting through. We're not, oh, yeah. See, when you do this, lift our hands again. Oh, what's that smell? It smells so good. Can't wait to eat. You know what I mean? You're like, your mind is somewhere else. You know, you're coasting. You're not hungry. When, when hungry people show up, guess what? God shows up and he moves. And when you connect your heart to God and you start to praise him, I'm telling you, he shows up. And the Bible says he's already here where two more are gathered. There I am. But the amount of power that could flow if we will praise him. Amen. Praise God. What is praise? Psalms 107 verse 21 says this. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord. I'm reading out of the Amplified. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and rehearse his deeds with shouts of joy and singing. What is praise? It's confessing to the Lord his goodness. It's telling God, you're so good. You're so good, God. You've been so good to me and my family. That's what praise is. It comes out of your mouth. It's using your words to confess, God, you're so good. You read throughout the Bible, it talks about the goodness of God. Come on. Well, I don't know what he's done for me. Well, you're not going to hell for eternity because life is short. Life is short, people. It's a, it's a vapor. It's just, you look, it's gone. But eternity's forever. Eternity is forever. And I am so thankful that God saved me from hell. Praise God. So you have something to be thankful for. It says, confess the Lord. To confess his goodness, his loving kindness, and his wonderful works. What wonderful works has God done for you? He brought you to a church with a church family. You got new friends. You have faith friends now. Now you know how to respond when tough times come. You've got your Bible. You have a relationship with, the, with God. Maybe he moved you into a new job, restored your relationships. What wonderful works has God done for you? Kids, 
Let me tell you the wonderful works God has done for you. Since you're in a Christian home, you don't even know what it's like to be in a home where parents don't know Jesus. You don't even know. God has blessed you. Those of you who have been raised up in, in a godly home with godly parents who are godly at home, not just at church, but they're living the life all around. You don't have to deal with yelling, screaming. Parents who are going through hard times, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what your friends have gone through. They can tell you, but you don't really know. You don't know what it's like. Because to go in a home where there's no presence of God, it's different than what you live in. It's so different. You don't even know. It's a, it's a different, it actually, you can feel. You're so used to the presence of God in your home, you, you don't even realize it. You can't even feel it. But if you go into a home where there is no presence of God, spend the night. Well, don't spend the night. But if you were to spend the night, <laughs> you can feel it at night. You can feel it at night. It's dip. So there's something for you kids to be thankful for. Amen. Come on. There's a wonderful work. God, you, thank you for putting me in a godly home where I have peace and joy. And is everything perfect? No. Your parents are human. You're human. We don't expect them to be perfect. Are they going to argue? Yes. They're going to argue. They're going to have their debates. You just move on out. Don't be around that. You know what I mean? Hey, the Bible says when, uh, what does it say in the Bible about the marriage? When there, there's marriage, there's a conflict in the flesh. Yeah. yeah, but hey, that's just part of relationships, right? But you're so blessed to be under, uh, in, under that heavenly flow. Yeah, where there's answers. So you can praise God for that wonderful work. Kids, thank you, Lord, that I have godly parents. Thank you, Lord, that I know how to respond. Thank you, Father, I live in a home where I haven't had to experience what other people have had to experience praise God I'm telling you so and then it goes on to say let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and rehearse his deeds are you rehearsing all that God has done for you praise God let me just go back to this if you weren't raised in a godly home and now you're a Christian and now you're you know what praise the Lord he got you through he always will he always will. And he brought you out of darkness into light. Amen. And now you get to establish a godly home. Now you get to change the environment. Now you get to set the precedence of heaven's flow is going to flow in this home. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then it says, rehearse his deeds. What deeds has God done for you? What has he done for you? Come on, rehearse them. This is what praise is. It's, it's declaring his goodness to him. It's rehearsing his deeds. Are you ready? With shouts of joy. Yeah, I thank you, Jesus. You're so good. It's like, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for bringing me out of darkness into light. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that no sickness, disease can get through the blood. Thank you, Father. I mean, he's done so. Thank you that you've delivered us from every evil work. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the times you rescued my children. You got me into the house. You healed our bodies. You brought finances when we didn't even have anything. You got us Christmas money. We didn't know how it would come. Thank you, Father, for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You got me into things I never thought I could get into. It's so much better, Father. Thank you, Lord. It's rehearsing his deeds with shouts of joy. Shouts of joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's being joyful. That's what praise is. Whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it. Whether there's something to be joyful about or not. You've got it. The Bible says, put on the garment of praise. It's like a coat when you wake up. You going to put on praise today? Or you going to put on, I think I'm going to complain. I, I don't feel so good. I got up on, on the wrong side of the bed today. Right? We choose our flow. We choose how we're going to set our day. Because how we set our day consistently is how we're setting our life. Amen. So praise is something that is expressed. It's your faith being expressed. It's, it's the cure. It's the cure. It's the cure. It's called the praise cure. It's how you win battles by praising, by opening up your mouth. You can't praise God with your mouth shut. You won't win battles with your mouth shut. You won't win if you won't shout. If you won't become joyful, you won't win. Praise the Lord. You want to win more? Praise more. I said, you want to win more? Praise more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Rehearse back to him his deeds. Amen. With shouts of joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mark Hankins said this, your celebration is a demonstration of your expectation. Say that again. Your celebration is a demonstration. It's a demonstration, right? When you're celebrating, when you're praising God, it's a demonstration of what? Of your expectation. So if you're not celebrating, you're not expecting. Praise the Lord. Said if you're not celebrating. But you don't know, Pastor, what the doctor said. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what the report is. I believe the report of the Lord. My heart is fixed, trusting in God. I resist the devil. He has to go. That's what the Bible says. Whether it feels like he left, whether it looks like he left, he got to go. And after that, I praise God and I thank him. I thank him for the, for the manifestation. I thank him that I already have it. You already have that thing you're believing God for. Praise him for it. Praise God. Because if you're not praising, you're not expecting. If you're sad, you're not expecting. If you're down and depressed, you're not expecting. But you don't know what I've gone through, Pastor. Look, everybody goes through things. Praise the Lord. We all go through things, but we have to know how to respond. Remember what I said. You have to know how to respond when tough times come, when you get the phone call, when you get the diagnosis. How are you going to respond? 
How are you going to respond? Come on. Listen. If you still fall on the ground and cry, you've been here three or four or five years, you're not growing in proficiency. Grow in proficiency. Become proficient. Practice praising God. Resist the devil and practice that praise every day. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's look at 2 Samuel 6. The Lord brought this to my, uh, just kept coming in my spirit. I haven't looked at it in a, in a long while. 2 Samuel chapter 6. Praise the Lord. You know, King David had a heart after God, the Bible says. He said he was a man after his own heart. He was a praiser. He wrote the Psalms. All this, the whole book of Psalms, those are songs to God. Those are praise songs to God. Amen. And so 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 14. Now, remember what I said, that quote I, I quoted to you. Your celebration is a demonstration of your expectation. So, you know, in the Old Testament, Jesus did not live inside of us. He didn't live inside people. In the Old Testament, they had, he was on the outside. So they created an ark. It was called the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of God. And they would take that ark. It was like, I imagine a box and people holding it. And it was like the presence of God and they would take it. And if someone touched it that wasn't supposed to touch it, Bible, you know, there's stories where they died. Well, David, King David was king now and he was, someone touched it and they died. So he said, I don't want to bring it back to my city. Take it over to Obed, Obed-Edom. Take it over to his house. So they took it over to Obed-Edom. And Obed-Edom all of a sudden started getting blessed. Blessing of the Lord because where God is, that's where the blessing is. So they took it over there. And David's like, man, we, he's getting so blessed. We got to bring that Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, back over to our city. Bring it back. So they brought it back. And David, as they're bringing in the Ark of the Covenant to the city, the presence of God, back to his city, David starts to rejoice. He starts to praise God. Why is he praising? He's got some expectations. He's got some excitement here. He knows something's going to happen, right? Praise God. He ha- he's, he's celebrating what's about to happen. That the presence of God is coming and they're going to be so blessed. And in verse 14, 2 Samuel 6, 14, it says, David, I'm reading out of the Amplified, classic. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. Say all his might. All his might. No, uh-uh. It was like, come on, but <laughs> however your all your might is, it was probably more than that. Amen. Clad in a linen ephod, a priest's upper garment. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting. Amen. Shouting. Yes, you can shout in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Why? You're rejoicing. <laughs> and with the sound of a trumpet. Where's our trumpet? Come on, no. 
Okay, someone, you know how to play the trumpet. I'm waiting, okay? With shouting and the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, this was David's wife, she looked out the window. She saw David. The Amplify says, leaping. He was leaping. Can you imagine a man leaping? I mean, I've seen it before. And dancing. He was leaping and dancing before the Lord. And it says she despised him in her heart. She's like, what are you doing? You're the king. You know, you have an image. You have an, you know, you're, you're a man. Men don't do that. You have an image to uphold. You're a leader. You know, you're, you're a woman. Right? Mm-mm. This was a man after God's heart. He had some expectations. He was celebrating. He was celebrating the presence of God being in their city. And in verse 21, David said to Michael, after she questioned him, it was before the Lord who chose me above your father. Remember, he replaced Saul. And all the house to appoint me as prince over Israel, the people of the Lord. And then this is what it says in the Amplified. Therefore, will I make merry in pure enjoyment before the Lord. I'm going to make merry before the Lord. What does that mean to you? I ain't got to think about that. I will make merry. Come on, merry, happy, M-E-R-R-Y. In pure enjoyment. You know, when you go to the prison, I mean, you're going to have times of worship, but there are also to be times of you're making merry. It's pure enjoyment in the presence of the Lord. There's shouting. There's joy. I mean, I've seen, I've heard some of you guys at those games. You're loud. Stand up, yeah. No other way. No, what are you doing? You know, you are engaged in that game. They make a touchdown or a, what do they call that when they hit the home run? Hey, yeah, that's our team. You know, we ought to be like that. Yeah, this is our team, church. This is the River Church. Come on. We need to hit some home runs, make some touchdowns. How are you going to do that? Practice praising God. If you want to win, praise him. Amen. Praise. You see this here. He rejoiced. He leapt. He danced. There was shouting. It's expressed. Your praise is expressed with enthusiasm. Exuberance. Do you have to take an energy shot? You know, before you praise God? Because it's not always going to be there. But when you start to praise him, you put on that garment of praise, the Lord, the spirit of God, what happens is the anointing comes on you and you start to, you know, you start to enter into God's presence, amen, with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I mean, you're just like the anointing comes in and you feel strengthened. Praise God. So it's expressed with enthusiasm. Amen. Why? Because we know God heard our prayers. We know God's moving on our behalf. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Kenneth Hagin said this, replace clapping with praise and you'll have a greater move of the spirit. So sometimes you'll see people at church, they'll sing a song. Like if you watch a worship video, praise video. And then at the end, everyone starts clapping. Clapping is... is, um, usually for man clapping is for man when someone a president comes up and claps someone comes up they clap but for god we praise that doesn't mean you can't clap during a song but at the end of the song instead of clapping praise 
you'll notice if you watch some things like that, you'll notice that the anointing kind of dies down because they're clapping. They're clapping. So praise. Lift your hands. Praise him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's expressed in your body. The Bible says lift up holy hands everywhere. Amen. That's in Timothy 2.8. Praise the Lord. Why do we praise God? Number one, God said to. Praise the Lord. Psalms 34.1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. I will bless him. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Continually. What's in your mouth continually? I was thinking of, uh, you know, we turn the faucet on and it runs. You know, like if you brush your teeth and the faucet's running. What's, it's what's flowing out. That water's continually flowing out. That's how praise is. You can turn it on and you can turn it off. But the Bible says, David said this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If God's praise is continually in your mouth, there won't be any doubt. There won't be any unbelief in your mouth. Amen. It doesn't mean you won't have to resist the devil when he comes. You still have to resist the devil saying, no, I'm not taking that thought. No, I'm not going to worry about that. Hallelujah. Because then I start praising. See, when the enemy tries to bring worry, uh uh-uh. Too late, Mr. Devil. I already gave that to the Lord. I'm not worrying about that. It's in God's hands. Then I start praising him. Thank you, Father. You're taking care of that. Hallelujah. And I just start, I turn my back on a worry. Turn your back on fear. You tell, no, devil, you're not bringing that here. And then I just start praising God. Why? Because it puts my attention on him and how big he is. Amen. So we praise God because he tells us to. Praise the Lord. And then let's look at Psalms 22, 3. Hallelujah. Praise, there was a song we used to sing back in the day. Praise looks good on you. You know, when, um, when David danced before the Lord and Michael despised him, be aware, spouses. The Bible says she never had a child after that. She was barren because she, she despised the fact that Mike, uh, David danced before the Lord. So, you know, David said, it goes on to say, I didn't read the rest of that verse, but it goes on to say, um, I'll, be, I'll be more, more lightly esteemed. Yeah, I'll be yet more vile on the morrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on doing, dancing, praising God. I don't care what you think. See, David didn't care. Yeah. You can't care what people think. It's you and God. It's an odd you and God. You're praising God, you and him. Even when you're in church, it's you and him. God tells you to leap, you can leap. Amen. He tells you to dance, you dance. You raise your hands, you shout, whatever. Yeah. Amen. Psalms 22, 3 says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. Why do we praise God? Number two, because God inhabits our praises. If you want more of God in your house, praise him more. If you want more of God in your body, praise him more. Praise him for being your healer. If you want more of God in your finances, praise him for being your financier. Where do you need more of God to move? Because he inhabits your praises. That means the anointing comes upon. You already have the Holy Spirit inside you. God is in you. Right? So you take God with you wherever you go. But for your faith to be expressed, one way we do that is through praise. And you praise him and you praise him 
and you praise him continually. Amen. If you want more of God, praise him. It's a flow of heaven. He's in our praise. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Praise God. We pull, when we're praising God, we're pulling, if I could say this, we're reaching out and laying hold of that power and bringing it into our homes, into our bodies, into our finances. When we're bringing, every time we praise God for that building, we're bringing it into yes. us. We're the, and, and we're releasing our faith and we're releasing the anointing for that building. Yes. Amen. Amen. Look, I can tell you it works. You know how many times Pastor Marcus and I have praised God and danced for different things? We did it for our house. We did it for a job he wanted. It was like two or three years before he ever got the job that he wanted. But we just kept praising. We just kept praising. And thank God for that job. Thank you, Jesus, for that job. It looked impossible and eventually got it. Same thing with the house. Guess what? Next step. Building. Building. Next step. Building. We're moving into it. It's already ours. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because when you praise him, you release the anointing of God um, through your mouth into that situation. And the anointing destroys every yoke. Amen. Come on. Praise brings deliverance. We know the story of Paul and Silas, right? They sang praises so loud the prisoners heard them. The Bible says they prayed and sang praises. So they didn't just pray. When they were done praying, they sang praises, right? You know, it's been said to add praise to they're the bookends of your prayers. So you start with praise, you pray, you end with praise. They prayed so loud, they praised their way out of prison. Come on. Here's a quote. Every man will pray when he's faced with a need, but only a man of faith will praise. Did you hear me? Only a woman of faith will praise when he or she's faced with the need. We know the story of Jehoshaphat, right? Praise God. Let's look at Jeho- let's look at this. Turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want more of God in my life. I want to win every battle. <laughs> and praise wins the battles. Amen. Plus joy just is better anyway. You know, you can start praising God and it can be dead and dry. Praise you, Jesus. I've never done this before. I don't care. The devil tells you, you've never done this before. You look silly. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to look more silly. If I have to praise God and be loud, I don't care. Because you, I was silly when I lived in the world. That's right. I was doing things, tripping over things, getting drunk. Not me, but you know. I don't know what y'all did. It's all under the blood. But you were silly for the world. Foolish for the world, you can praise God and get loud. Come on. Second Chronicles 20, 21 through 22. So we have these three armies coming against God's people. And Jehoshaphat consulted with the people. He appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise him. Amen. To go out before the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. And when they begin to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against those armies. And listen to this. They were self-slaughtered. They slaughtered themselves. How? How'd that happen? They praised God. In In this story, God told them, you won't need to fight this battle. I'll fight it for you. But they did have a part to play. They had to praise God. 
See, this is the same with you. You don't have to fight this battle. God will fight it for you. But you do have to release your faith and do what he tells you to do. You do have to praise him. You do have to get that word in you. Keep it going in your ears and just praise him with his word. Come on, you need healing? I thank you, Father. I'm healed. I'm the healed of the Lord. I'm, you're walking the floors. Praise you, Father, that you are my healer. You sent your word and healed me. Praise you, Lord, that, that by your stripes I am healed. The evil one can't touch me. Can't come on my body. That's right. Hallelujah. You got to praise him. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, let me say this. No one can praise God for you. Not even your kids. Your parents can't praise God for you. Come on, kids. I said your parents can't praise God for you. Come on. Spouses, your spouse can't praise God for you. You want the result? You got to praise him yourself. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey! Woo! Glory to God! <laughs> Hallelujah! Glory! Hey! Praise you, Father! Come on! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Father! Praise you for your deliverance. Hallelujah. For your healing power. Hey, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Woo>! Glory. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. All right. Sit down for two minutes. We're almost done. Praise God. I want to tell you about a testimony of a, son, of a woman whose son was born crippled. This is in the worship book. Her son was born crippled. That means he never walked. Say never walked. He was four years old. She started attending a church that preached on divine healing. And she started to believe God that her son would be healed. And so um, every day she, he was in a wheelchair. She'd pull him out of his wheelchair every day. Every day, she'd pull him out of his wheelchair. And she'd pull him around the floor. And she'd praise God for an hour that he was healed. Every day. He thought they were just having playtime. But she'd pull him out of his wheelchair every day across the floor and praise God for his healing. Every day. Did you hear me? Do you see the, the consistency here? Yeah. You yeah. don't give up. Don't give up. You never give up praising never God. You never give up on the promises. They're, they're, it, they're actually provisions. It's, you already have it. Yes. One day, after about a year, she went to pull him out of that wheelchair. And he jumped out. He started running, baby. He started running. See, you never give up. You never give up. Why? Because the word works. The word works. And, and how did that come? She praised God every day. She thanked God every day for his healing. And she took action. She pulled him across the floor. Four years old, never walked. Hallelujah. Come on, you see there's a consistency there. We have to have consistency in our lives. Consistency of praising God every day. Amen. There's a fervency. When we hear about the story of David, there was a fervency. He wasn't, huh, huh. 
you know. There wasn't any of that. He danced with all his might. Amen. So you keep on praising no matter how long it takes. There's no time. You don't have to say, Lord, by this time I need this. You'll get it. Guess what? You know what I've told Pastor Marcus over the years, especially when our kids were younger and I was believing God for things? I can outlast the devil. You can outlast the devil. Yes, you just right. have to have that attitude. That's right. Oh, I can outlast you, devil. You come over here. That's right. Listen, Amen. you think I talk like this yeah. to you? I'm telling you, I talk like this to myself. Does. <laughs> to myself. Does. I'm like, oh, devil, you think you come in here? Pastor Mark is probably in another room. I'm in there by myself. You think you come in here, touch my kids, touch my family, touch whatever, touch my body? How dare you? I'm a child of God. Amen. I mean, I get mad. And then after that, I resist him. You better get off. You better take your hands off my family. And I do the same thing for you. Oh, how dare you touch them? You better take your hands off of them. That's my spiritual child. And then I start praising. Hey, thank you, Father. And I start praising God. Thank you, Father. Your power is working in that situation. It's going right into that home, into their bodies, into their families, turning it around, turning it around. Because when you praise, it turns things. When you praise, you win. Amen. Amen. Come on. Real faith has nothing to do with the calendar. Has nothing to do with the timetable. That's right. There is. Amen. Right. I, I cannot last you, That's devil. Right. I'm healed. That's right. I'm restored. My kids are restored. Whatever you're believing God for, you just never give up. Amen. Because the devil will throw time in your face. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know how long it's been? <laughs> you know how long they've been saying that? You know how long, na na na. I don't care how long. That's right. I'm gonna last you. Right. I already won, Amen. so I can praise God. Woohoo! I already Amen. won. I already won. Already won. Hallelujah! It's mine. I have it now. Yes. I take it by faith now, and I praise God for it. Amen. Amy Simple McPherson was a, 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 a minister in the 1900s, and she had a big tent crusade. Um, and she was outside, and, you know, she taught on healing and salvation and being filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. Well, that wasn't very popular back then. And so they had men. At one point, there were men that surrounded her tent with torches, and they were started yelling threats. And she, it was so loud, she couldn't even preach. And she was on the platform, and she said, Lord, what do I do? And he said, praise me. You could say, Lord, what do I do? Praise me. Praise him. Praise him. Praise the Lord. And she said, Lord, that's hard to do in the position I'm in. Have you ever felt that way? Lord, that's hard to do in the position I'm in. Come on, here's an answer for some of you. Are you ready? And the Lord said, you're not praising me for the position you're in. You're praising me for the position I'm in. I'm in. Hey. You're praising me for the position I'm in. Where is he? Seated in heavenly places. Far above, far above, far above all principality, power, over all the works of the... He's far above all that. And the devil's under his feet. And we're his body. He's the head. If we're his body, guess what? We're seated right next to him. Devil's under our feet too. We're praising him for the position he's in. Come on. Hallelujah. And so she began to praise God. But it wasn't just her by herself. It was her and all those that were present. 
and all those that were present and they begin to praise God and while they were praising she had a vision and she saw like bat like creatures and they were encircled around the tent and their wings were touching and as they begin to praise God those bat like creatures kept being driven further and further and further back and as they were driven further back as they continued to praise, see your praise it does something it does things in the spirit realm. You don't even have to see it. You don't have to have a vision. God showed her, but you don't have to have a vision. You just know when I praise, the Lord sets ambushments. When I praise, God's in my praise and the anointing destroys every yoke. I don't care if the yoke is sickness, a disease, uh, uh, whatever yoke you're facing, you start praising God, you resist the devil and you praise him. I'm telling you that yoke has to go. It's broken off. It's destroyed. I said destroyed, obliterated because of the anointing that's on the praise. And so as they praised God, those bat-like creatures were driven back further and further. And all of a sudden, those men with torches ran away. Amen. Amen. Come on. We think it's man, but really that was something happening in the spirit realm that was driving those men. Amen. Same thing with you. You can think something is man. It's not man. The Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood. That's why we put our praise on. Because there's a battle going on. But how do we win battles? When we praise Him. When we praise Him. Amen. Lillian B. Yeoman said this. There's nothing you can't praise your way out of. There's nothing you can't praise your way out of. Praise the Lord. The secret of a victorious life comes through praise. You got to choose your flow. What flow are you going to live in? You got to be down and depressed. You got to have a sad face. Is Pastor Melinda going to have to come over and say, "Turn that frown upside down"? <laughs> Turn that frown upside down, just like I do in my class. Come on now. You look prettier when you're smiling. Amen. Amen. There's victory when you put on joy. Amen. There's victory when you rejoice. No matter how long it takes keep praising a lot of times i thought about this we'll praise god and we start to praise him and it's kind of like a motorcycle if you ever my dad used to own a motorcycle he'd put all of one of us in front two of us in the back it was crazy okay so we we, we grew up for a few years on motorcycles and i remember him starting it room room you know they do that little starting thing kind of like a lawnmower you pull it but you know if you just go room room it's like praise you praise god just for a little bit hallelujah praise you and then you kind of stop and you're like how come i'm not going anywhere i mean i've been praising god I, I, pastor i praise god how long do you praise god with what kind of fervency and exuberance and enthusiasm do you praise god are you like praise you lord okay i did it for like a i mean oh 60 seconds man i'm done i praise god a long time pastor and you look it was only a minute and you want to go somewhere, you want changes to take place, you got to put your praise on and keep praising. And when your body says no, you keep on praising. And you thank God for his goodness, for his wonderful, wonderful works. You rehearse. Oh, devil, you try to bring that back on me? Man, you, don't, you must have forgot the time Jesus healed me. Yeah. See, you rehearse what he, you must have forgot the time God got me into that house. Oh, devil, you must have forgot. Let me just, let me just rehearse. Thank you, Father, for those things that you've done for me. And the more you rehearse those things, the more you'll have them. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
uh, Galatians 6, 9. This is from The Life of Faith by Cornelia Newsom. This is a book. And it's, she said this. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not be weary, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. God's time is now. Say, God's time is now. If you are all right, you should have immediate victory. But you must begin with a fixed purpose. Never to stop until you have full victory. Never stop. Jesus won it for you on the cross. All you have to do is hold fast, fast without a doubt or waver or weakening until it is felt and seen. God the Almighty One says, you shall reap if you do not faint, which means ceasing to believe and to resist or becoming less earnest and persistent. The more stubborn Satan is, the more earnest and persistent you must be. Let me just say that one more time. I'm going to say what I said to my kids. Ice, ice, right here, ice. The more stubborn Satan is, the more consistent, I'm sorry, the more earnest and persistent you must be. He's a stubborn fella. It's okay. I can outlast. My faith will outlast. I can stand and I can stand. And, I can, and we're not like Papa, I can stand until I can stand no more. Isn't that Papa that you say that? It's like, oh, no, I keep on standing. The Bible says stand, and we've done all. Keep on standing, baby. How do you stand? You stand in faith. You stand with praise in your mouth. You don't stand there with your mouth shut. You don't stand there with a droopy lip. Let me read to you some quotes before we close. Smith Wigglesworth, who raised 14 people from the dead. 24, they say, but 14 were like medically... I wake up every morning and rejoice and dance for 10 to 12 minutes. High speed dancing. High speed dancing. Let's just all meditate on that for a while. High speed dancing. Uh, Mark Hankins, if you only knew what happens in the spirit, you'd rejoice every day. If you could only see what's on the other side of the test, you'd start rejoicing. Pastor Nancy, in the rejoicing, power flows. When I was getting ready yesterday, I was in the kitchen, and the Lord spoke this into my heart. Um, The power of God goes where you can't. When you're rejoicing, you're releasing the power of God. The power of God does what you can't. Right? The power of God works right now. The power of God heals. The power of God delivers. The power of God saves. We know this. The power of God uh, brings in finances. The power of God brings answers. So when you are rejoicing, you're releasing the power of God. When you're praising and rejoicing, you're releasing the power of God. So we could, couldn't we say then, if the power of God... Um, Uh, in the rejoicing power flows, we could say this, when I praise, God goes where I can't. When I praise, God does what I can't. When I praise, God works right now. When I praise, God heals. When I praise, God delivers, right? When I, because praise and power are the same thing. When I praise, God saves. When I praise, God rescues. When I praise, God finances. When I praise, God brings answers. Come on. Come on. 
So when I praise God, I'm releasing the power of God. Praise the Lord. Heaven's flow is full of praise. Heaven on earth calls for your praise. If you want to win battles, you got to praise. You got to praise him. Amen. So shall we practice some praise? Now I want you to think about how you've praised God in the past. Just think about it. We won't have an altar call about it. But just think, Lord, what do, am I even anywhere near or close to King David? Hmm. If not, we could all close our eyes and no one will look at you. If not, what do I need to change? And it is a, and I want to say this too, it's also a sincerity thing. But many times I have started praising God and it felt dry. And I was like, praise you, hallelujah. And even if I'm like lifting up my voice, I'm like, hallelujah. But I just keep it up. I keep it up. I keep it up. I don't stop. I keep my words going. Why? That praise brings the anointing. And so then I, all of a sudden, I, my heart's connecting and the Spirit of God starts to move. And I start, but see, something happens if you'll just get a little loud. Church, just get a little loud sometimes. Be those crazy praisers. Get a little loud. The praisers that went forth. Ambushments were set. Do you know how much that uh, Jehoshaphat and their army, the, the people of Israel, took back? The Bible says it took back precious things. When you praise, you take hold. You lay hold of precious things. You lay hold of provisions. Amen. Okay, you're thinking about how you normally praise? Okay. All right, think about it. Give you, yeah, yeah, think, you know, kind of hung quiet, giving your all, or just kind of ho-hum. Because, see, if you're ho-hum, it's going to be like, you're going to get ho-hum results. You know, what you put into it is what you get out. Joelle, you can't leave. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Trying to escape. (laughs) Totally kidding. Okay, let's all stand up. Come on over here, Brenda. Hallelujah. Let's play that song again. This is how I fight my battles. And we're going to praise God in the middle of that song. Amen. We're going to put our praise on. We're practicing here, but this isn't the only place we do it. Come on, where do we do it? At home. With our family. With our kids. Hallelujah. Turn it up, Gonzalo. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. That's how we fight our battles. Yes. Praise you, Father. Praise Hallelujah. You, Father. This praise. This is how I fight my Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. This is how I fight my battles. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Oh, we praise you, Father. This is how I fight my battles. We worship you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. Praise you. We this praise is how you. I fight my battles. We praise you, Lord. It's when you think you're Hallelujah. lost. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Hallelujah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Oh, we praise you, Father. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Jesus. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles.
Hallelujah. Thomas, come on up here, Thomas. Hallelujah. Thomas, I'm not going to pray for you. I'm not going to pray for you. Turn around. I want you to lead these people in some dancing and shouting. Wait a minute. This is how we fight our bed. 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 This is how we fight our took the first run, God said, he's got his building. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he's got his building. That was that run right there. That run got you your building. And Thomas, Thomas, when you ran, God said, that healing, it's yours. That healing, it's yours. <laughs> Glory to God! Glory to God. You got to keep your praise on. Never quit. Never give up. Amen. Amen. Woo. Pastor, you have something. Yes.